0: Friday, April Fool's Day, was sunny and the temperature crept into the low 40s. I still had at least a 100 redpolls at my feeder filling the air with their exuberant chattering. But for the first time in my yard this year, I also heard a distant robin singing away too. I overslept until a half hour after sunrise, so I don't know if he started up before dawn. He was not singing when I started my sound recorder about 7.30, but he piped in an hour or so after that. By Sunday, I was hearing Robin's Before Dawn calling and singing persistently, if not close to my recorder. My Friday morning recording caught red poles chattering away when suddenly a merlin flew over. The red poles instantly quieted down, but when the coast was clear, just seconds later, they resumed their conversation. It's only been in the hour and a half right after sunrise that I can record unadulterated red pole chattering. Well, not completely unadulterated. Crows pipe in on and off along with chickadees and nuthatches. But even though you hear their notes, sometimes from close range, these birds, including the noisiest crows, don't obscure the red poles. Their notes are discreet and separated by enough time that it's it's easy for a human listener to separate them out from the red poles. European starlings produce more chattery calls and imitations strung together so tightly that when they're around, their sounds blend in with and overpower the red pole's chatterings. Fortunately, starlings don't roost near my house, and when they wake up, the flock isn't in a hurry to get to Peabody Street, so I have made some nice red-pull recordings before the starlings show up in the morning. Starlings belonging to a non-native invasive species are a horrible ecological scourge here in America, where they compete with native cavity nesters, often outright killing bluebirds and even woodpeckers. But they have their lovely qualities too, which are easy to see and hear if you have an open mind and heart. In spring, their iridescent plumage and brilliant yellow beak arrest my attention, and their ability to mimic natural and human-generated sounds is wonderful. Two or three weeks ago, I thought I had a very early common loon calling overhead, but fortunately, I did not submit that observation to eBird because my starling recordings this weekend confirmed that one of my starlings was making a spot-on imitation of the loon's flight call. Killdeer will be flying over Peabody Street occasionally starting this week or next, but I know starlings well enough to recognize their killdeer imitations right off the bat. Like most good invasion years, when red poles descend en masse upon the Northland, they stick around into April. At least 200 were here on Saturday during a brief morning snowfall, giving my yard a very wintry ambiance. But among them was a pine siskin singing its zippy spring tune. I didn't see pine siskins very regularly this winter, so this seemed as promising a sign of spring as the distant robins. Like robins, the bulk of Canada goose migration follows the 37 or 38 degree isotherm. A group of four passed over on Sunday right when I was outside to notice and count them while my recorder caught the sound from my office window. Most days I've been hearing a cardinal singing somewhere at a distance. Occasionally he comes closer to my yard, and on March 15th he was nice and close for a one-minute song bout. But I haven't been that lucky since then. People spending time outdoors on February and March mornings can't help but notice black-capped chickadee songs, though many people don't realize that whistled, hey, sweetie, is sung by chickadees. Before we learn that mating song, most of us already know the onomatopoeic chickadee-dee-dee-call. Sure enough, my most welcome vocalization of all this spring has been made by my nineteen month old grandson Walter. He's not talking a lot yet, but he does call that specific little bird visiting his feeder a cheedy. And last week I asked him what a chickadee says and made a recording of his answer. <laughs> I suspect that recording will be one of my favorites for a long time to come. I'm Laura Erickson, speaking for the birds.